Hello and welcome to Rooted Families, episode 13 of the John series. Rooted Families is a podcast created by Central Church in Edinburgh, which aims to support you on the adventure of family discipleship. We love hearing about you and your family as you join us each week. Please do keep sharing with Hannah any stories you have on hannah.l at centralchurch.co.uk. My name is Sarah. And my name is Florence. And I have just eaten the biggest breakfast ever with pancakes and strawberries and Nutella and maple syrup and so many other yummy, yummy toppings. I'm so full. What's your favourite breakfast, Mum? Mm, I love overnight oats, especially if they've got peanut butter in them. Mm. Have you ever had fish for breakfast? Fish? Mm, I don't think so. Me neither. But if you were to have fish, what would you put on it? Like on a bagel or in a crepe or on some waffles? Mm, I think I would just have it with beans and toast. What about on a roll with ketchup? There is a story in the Bible where there are lots of fish for breakfast and Jesus was there. Imagine having fish for breakfast with Jesus. This story can be found in John chapter 21, verses 15 to 19. And the title of today's story is A Fishy Breakfast. Jesus had died and was now alive again. He had appeared to his friends a couple of times. We heard last week how one of Jesus' friends, Thomas, found it so hard to believe that Jesus was alive again and just had to see him to believe it. But the next time Jesus appeared to his friends was very special for Peter. Do you remember Peter? He was Jesus' best friend. And Peter had really let Jesus down before the rooster crowed three times. Do you remember when he said that he didn't know Jesus three times? This time, Jesus' special friends were next to the sea. Seven of them were there and Peter said, Guys, I'm going fishing. The others said, OK, Peter, we'll come too. The friends were out fishing for a whole night but they caught absolutely nothing. Not a sausage. Not a fish either. Very early the next morning, Jesus stood on the shore, but his friends didn't know it was him. He called to them, Have you caught any fish, friends? None, they answered. Throw your net out the other side of the boat and you'll find some, he called. When they did, They caught so many fish that the net was too heavy for them to pull it back into the boat. A very special friend of Jesus turned to Peter and said, Look, it is Jesus. Peter took one look towards the shore, grabbed his clothes and jumped into the water in his excitement to get to Jesus. When they had all reached the shore which took quite a few minutes because they were dragging so many fish, Jesus had lit a fire and had some bread and was cooking the fish for their breakfast. After breakfast, Jesus asked Peter, 
Peter, do you love me more than the others? Peter said, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my lambs. A second time, Jesus asked, Peter, do you love me? And Peter said again, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, Take care of my sheep. A third time, Jesus said to him, Peter, do you love me? Peter was hurt that Jesus had asked him three times and he said, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my sheep. This is the part where we ask some questions to help us explore the story. When we say pause, you hit the pause button, which will give you plenty of time to answer the questions. Question one. Do you remember how the rooster crowed three times in a story when Peter let Jesus down? How many times does Jesus ask Peter if he loves him in this story? Pause. Yes, three times. Jesus knows that Peter felt so horrible about denying Jesus three times that he gave him the chance to tell him how much he loved him three times. Jesus is so kind. Question two. If Jesus asked you the same question, do you love me? How would you respond? Pause. If you already know that you love Jesus, then don't be frightened to tell him. He loves to hear how much we love him. See, he asked Peter three times. If you are not sure yet, then that is fine, because it's always okay to be honest with God. If you want more love for Jesus, then ask. That is a good thing to ask God to give you. Do you have any more questions? Take some time to ask them now. Pause. If you have time now or later in the week, here is an activity for you to do with your family or community. Take three tins or cans, ideally empty, and label them, I don't know him, and three soft balls or bean bags labelled, Lord, I love you. Place the cans on a low table or chair and stand back across the garden or room. Take it in turns to throw the bean bags or balls, very carefully if you're inside, until each tin labelled, I don't know him, is knocked over by a bag or ball labelled, Lord, I love you. The truth is, Jesus loves to knock away our mistakes and forgive us, and our words of sorry and love have the power to wipe out our mistakes. Isn't that amazing? Isn't it wonderful that Jesus gives us the chance to say sorry and tell him we love him when we mess up? Spend some time with your family thanking God that he sent Jesus to die for us so that our sorry prayers to God have the power to knock off our mistakes and give us a fresh start. In your mind, ask God to help you to think of the things you need to say sorry for. Sometimes we forget and God loves to give us the chance to be free of our mistakes 
just like he did for Peter. Jesus is showing us here that he wants to forgive us and wants to still use us. See what Jesus says to Peter. He asks him to feed his lambs and take care of his sheep. And that's not Jesus telling Peter to become a farmer. Jesus calls us, as his people, his sheep, time and time again. Jesus here is asking Peter to love and care for all people. That's cool. So whatever we do wrong, we are forgiven by God and he still works through us. That excites me so much. The things that Peter goes on to do next as he shines for Jesus are amazing and I want to be like that. I would love to shine for Jesus the way Peter did. When we ask God to forgive us, he does. When we tell him that we love him, he is overjoyed by that. And as we were saying earlier, when we ask God to help us love Jesus more, he does that too. Wow. And when we ask him to have breakfast with us, he will because he loves to be with us all of the time. We just need to chat to him and we call that a prayer. So you're about to hear the prayer chimes. Why don't you take some time right now to tell Jesus you love him, maybe for the first time or for the hundred and first time. Or maybe you want to ask God to teach you to know what it means to love Jesus more. Until next time, peace out.